The Vision app is the best place to find a growing range of homegrown, on-demand audio to help you look to God daily. You can listen to Faith and Fostering with Christians chatting about foster care in an Australian context. Plus, be encouraged by Pastor Terry Nightingale's four-minute devotions with new episodes added each week in the free Vision Christian Media app. If you don't already have the app on your smartphone or tablet, download it now from vision.org.au slash app. Vision.org.au slash app. Vision. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Jesus was born in a stable, slept in a manger. We know that. We've seen the pantomime, sung the Christmas carols, but this little baby in a manger tells us something. He tells us what God is like. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond and welcome to the program today as we take another look at Christmas from a different perspective. There's a man that I've worked closely with over the past three years. In fact, God has achieved so many things through him. It's utterly amazing. He and I, we're like brothers. Day after day, we collaborate and work together for God. Only thing is, we've never actually met. His name is Joseph and he lives in Rwanda. I live in Australia. We were introduced by a mutual colleague and we've worked together in ministry all these years over the internet by email. And the relationships developed and today millions of people hear this program in the Democratic Republic of Congo and in in Rwanda because of this man, Joseph. Can I tell you something? I can't wait for the day that he and I meet in person. I'm looking forward to just sitting and talking with him for hours and hours on end. He's such an amazing young man. And it's it's so frustrating that I've never had the opportunity to meet him face to face. And, you know, my hunch is that that's what Christmas is about. We can talk about God and read his word, the Bible, and, and pray and see him at work in our lives. But there's nothing like meeting him in person. And that, that is what Jesus is all about. For centuries, see, God spoke to his people Israel through different people and in different ways. That's how the writer of the New Testament book of Hebrews starts out. Have a listen. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways through the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by a son, whom he appointed heir of all things, through whom he has also created the worlds. He is the reflection of God's glory and the exact imprint of God's very being, and he sustains all things by his powerful word. This week, we're working our way through a series called Why Christmas? Well, why Christmas indeed? A bunch of different reasons, I guess. We've been looking at them over this week, and we'll be doing that again next week on the program. Today, today I want to look at a really practical reason for Christmas. Jesus is God in the flesh. Jesus is God who walked and talked and related to us, God who became one of us. I reckon that's huge. The writer of Hebrews tells us that. Sure, it's great that God talked in in many and various ways through the prophets and the like, but, but there's nothing like meeting God in the flesh, God in person. You can write an email, you can write a letter, you can send an email, You can see how people perform and behave and deliver from a distance, but there's nothing that can replace a personal meeting. Nothing can replace seeing them in the flesh. 
The book of Hebrews is a letter to the Jewish people explaining this Jesus and who he is so that they can understand him. And the first thing, the very first thing that the writer says is that he's God himself, the exact imprint of God's very being. You want to know what God's like? Take a look at Jesus. The the word, the original Greek word that's used to, to underscore this exact imprint of God's very being, it literally means a mark stamped onto a coin. You know, you have have a tool and it punches out a mark into the metal onto the coin, and each coin is the exact imprint of that mark. That's literally what that word means. Jesus is the exact image, a precise reproduction in every respect of God. You want to know what God's like? Look at Jesus, because he is God in the flesh. A bit like my friend Joseph and me. We'd love to meet one another in the flesh. With God, that's possible because of Jesus. Matthew, in his gospel in chapter 1, writes this. He says, She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Look. The virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. The Apostle John puts it a slightly different way. He refers to Jesus as the Word of God. Have a listen to what he says. John chapter 1, verse 14. And the Word, Jesus, became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. He he lived among us, dwelt among us, literally tabernacled among us. In the Old Testament, when Israel was on its exodus, God travelled with them in the tabernacle. It was a mobile temple. It was a tent. And that's what John's saying here. The presence of God came and dwelt with us. Jesus himself put it this way. Jesus said, Have I been with you all this time, Philip, and you still don't know who I am? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? That's in John chapter 14, verse 9. For Jesus, you see, it was so obvious, and I think it's easy for us to miss the obvious. Imagine that Jesus only came to die on the cross. Granted, that's, that's really, really important. But he spent 30-something years on this earth and three and a half years in public ministry so we could see what God's like. If all Jesus did was come and die on the cross, we would never have discovered what God's like by being able to hear Jesus talk, see how he behaved, see how he reacted in different situations, see how, how God loves the little people and hates the religious hypocrisy, see how God loves to heal us and, and loves us and stands up for us and so many things. I was speaking with a pastor of a church one day. You know what he said to me? He said, no, I don't read the Gospels anymore, the four books, Matthew, Mark, Luke or John. They're they're the historical accounts of Jesus. He said, no, I don't read them anymore. He said, I'm bored with them. I know how they end. I can't believe that. I, I regularly read one of the Gospels from end to end. I'm besotted with them because they show me, they show me what God is like. That's why Christmas, it's one of the key reasons that God came in the flesh. It's one of the key reasons why that little baby, Jesus, lay in that that feed trough, that manger, his little hands and his little feet kicking. He became a man 
so that we could see and discover what God's like. And, and story after story in the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke and John, that, that just ah, make my heart want to explode. My favourite one in Mark chapter 1 is about a leper who came to Jesus begging and he knelt in front of Jesus. And the leper said to Jesus, if you choose, you can make me clean. And Jesus was moved with compassion. He, he stretched out his hand and touched this, this unclean leper and said to him, I do, I choose, be made clean. And immediately the leprosy left him and he was made clean. And that's, that's who God is. God wants to reach out and touch us. God has a heart of compassion. God wants to heal us. That leper is you. That leper is me. Christmas is God coming to us. Christmas is God stepping into our world so that we can meet him and see him and hear him. He came as that little babe to grow up and to become one of us and to suffer all the things that we have to suffer and then some. Sure, Christmas is family and shopping and celebrating for so many people, but if that's where it stops, what a tragedy. Like that pastor who knows how the story ends. We miss the point. One day... One day you and I will stand before him and we will see him face to face and worship him for all eternity. But until that day comes, I know exactly what God's like. I know because he's exactly like Jesus. He came to me. He came to you on that clear, cool night in that Bethlehem stable. He came so that we would know, know exactly what God is like. Jesus. to remind you that if you have a prayer need, we would love to pray for you. Listen, the only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. Just let that sink in. The only sort of prayer the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. So if you'd like us to pray with you, in fact, if you'd like our whole prayer community to pray with you, stop by online at powerfulprayer.org to share your prayer request. It's completely confidential. Your name won't be displayed. And in fact, while you're there, perhaps you could pray for one or two others and leave them an encouraging word. The Bible says that the prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. So let us pray for you and with you. And let's just see what God does, how he intervenes, how he chooses to bless you. That web address again is powerfulprayer.org. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again same time Monday with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.